PKN 337. Triple check. How's everyone the doing? Right buttons pressed. Everything should doing be good. Doing good. Doing good. About to order this mighty putty. Nice. What are you going to use mighty putty on first? Oh, everything. Everything. This I'm just going to start boat. knocking. I'm going to start knocking holes and shit just to putty it up. I want to. Yeah, I also want to. Have you seen the clip of the mighty putty where that guy is like, and it's so strong. Once it sets, you can use it as a chain link. And he creates the chain link and the chain. And it's like him pulling a boat by a chain with a truck. And what it's made it? of mighty putty. Now, granted, there are some cuts. It's not a solid take, <laughs> but yeah. I trust him. You know, it's pretty. He wouldn't lie to me. He's never lied before. Yeah. Is there I another the mighty, oh, putty. mighty putty? I found it. Oh, it's mm -hmm. incredible. This Wait. is the shit that that uh, the poop bandit. I talked about it years ago, like when he like had his big strike at my high school. This is the stuff that he <laughs> smeared in the the locks of a lot of doors because it just destroys. Oh. The ability of that you have to remove all the doors from the hinge it ruins it yeah you can do that super glue as well it's it's a super shitty thing to do to someone or some place yeah no one was surprised <laughs> that he that he did that like locks are expensive like i've had uh like like i'm i'm bad at losing things and uh i've got this property with these expensive locks on it and like i lost the keys to it and i have to call the, the locksmith out and it's like 150 dollars a door or something like that because like he can't pick the lock because of course i have bought the best locks money can buy so he's like this is the only lock i can't pick <laughs> like you you've got the one this is the Surecraft cock blocker 3000 everyone's thinking you need the lock picking lawyer i'm thinking it you must be thinking <laughs> it lock picking lawyer will get in there uh, I think part of the problem was it hadn't been turned in months mm. and it was also like jammed up. So he's like spraying that uh, that that degreaser shit in there, whatever it is, and waiting and waiting and heating it up. And then and it, it just wouldn't break. So I ended up having to like it's expensive. It's expensive. I've never had any luck with that stuff. Like I, I've removed many a rusted nut mm. and uh, liquid wrench. And I think there's a competitor to liquid wrench. I can't think of right now. I have found them to, to pretty much do nothing. They, really uh if you let them soak for a while and like like the thing that's always worked the best like with like locked up nuts for me mm -hmm. is uh, to take a like a propane torch and heat it up sure uh, that that always like that works does the trick um i have an acetylene torch i'm like on a scale of one one to ten i'm like a four skilled with it and uh but you know i can usually get a not too hot flame and heat it up and get that works but that liquid stuff, I feel like it's just, you spray it on there and take a rest and let your temper settle down. That's what it's <laughs> really for. <laughs> just just to buy you time. Settling, tor settling torches are awesome. Yeah, they like, are. Like, <laughs> spray it and then wait 20 minutes and get your shit together, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't know of anything in existence in the consumer world that an acetylene torch won't just melt right through. What's it burn at? Like 5,000 degrees or something? It's, it's insane. I have 10 in my head. Someone told me acetylene torch is hotter than hotter the than surface the of a sun. It is. Of the sun. Because uh, the surface of the sun actually isn't all that hot. Like, in the grand scheme of things. How do we know? Are we guessing? I don't know how we know, but we definitely know how hot the surface of the sun is. All right. An acetylene torch is around 4,000 degrees, and it could be as high as 5730. How hot is the surface? I'm going to guess 2200 degrees. Well, it's in K. This isn't helping me. 
1,000K. <laughs> so it's 5770K, but I don't, I... I, I've, got, I've got that. In my, that's what I'm running right now. <laughs> Wait, terrible <what>? graphics. <laughs> the sun your PC. Uh, oh, so the lowest sun temperatures are around 7,300 degrees. So it looks like the sun is hotter than my torch, but not mm. by a lot. Fair enough. That's really yeah. disappointing when you hear stuff like that. Like, I imagine the sun to be more impressive. Well, it's hotter on the inside. Well, I know. How do we know how hot the inside is? Probably some form of math. And they're like, it's I would imagine. That big. But I guess because they know the they can do the math because of the heat and the pressure and the gravity that's required to create fusion. It of has course. to be an estimate, right? Yeah. <laughs> how, we don't even know how how heavy sun is, right? I think we know like like very closely how heavy sun is based on how big it is and what it's composed of. We've the never density, been like we're just I'm with Taylor. There has to be some level of educated guessing in this thing, right? Yeah. I don't think there is, boys. I think really? this is like this is an equation. Cause, no, because there are all kind. There are denser suns. There are less dense suns. There, are, I don't know stars. I should be saying, but like like. Some of them are large and not that dense. Some of them are small and very, very dense. Some of them are literally mm-hmm. black holes. And we look at our sun and we say, we think it's, you know, in this point in the spectrum. But I, I, you can't get that close. It must be an estimate, an educated guess of some sort. Just wonder how close they're getting. I'm pretty sure there's like an in? equation for this that it's, it's hydrogen and helium. Yeah, but then what else can, do you divide by sun mass? By sun mass, but well, I mean, they, the they know how big rays. it is. <laughs> well, they know exactly how big it is, and yeah, I and, guess that would be the way you do it. Figure out how big it is, and then you what kind of not to me because you, then you, you need to know to its density. How old it is, Here's right? how I would do it: I would estimate the Earth's density its speed and then just i guess what i'm working on is the sun's gravitational pull that's how i'm going to measure its weight we know its distance and we know its gravitational pull and that should get it done everything else is just kind of looking at a rubber ball a million miles away and estimating how thick how dense you think it is but if you know its pull then you know how much it weighs yeah i don't know any of this Mm. i just i can tell it upsets kyle to undercut the stats about the sun. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know anything about the sun. It could be God, Kyle. The sun, we don't the, know. The calculated mass of the sun is 4.18 nonillion pounds. This is not a number I even know. Uh, not quite a gyptillion. N-O-N-illion. So like over octillion. So like It's exactly what I said. It's... It's the ratio of they they know the ratio of hydrogen to helium within it, and then there's a, there's a complex equation to work out based on the size of it, the density of it, because it's hydrogen and helium. So, and the equation is literally like written here, and I I mean I could read it out to you, but it's like R equals m over sun divided by four divided by three da, da, p to the p to the power it. of R over sun cubed equals one thousand four hundred ten kilograms m to the power of negative three. And you get something non-alien. They get the exact <laughs> mass of the sun. The density. Well, you know, non-alien would be mass, right? 
the nonillion tons. I don't even know what that word is. So it's like above octillion. So ah. like trillion, quadrillion. What was it? Like pentillion, sextillion, septillion, octillion, nonillion. Right? So did anybody buy any game stock? Game spots? Uh, game stops. It, <laughs> it's below a hundred last time I looked. Right? All of us were like in the text like a few days ago. Like ninety. I think we all missed the boat on this. So let's just see where it goes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm glad I didn't do anything. Uh, it's, uh, it's been interesting to watch. I don't think it's over yet. I don't think it's over yet. No, I think that a lot, most people are expecting it to go back up. Um, if I had we'll done see. anything, it would have been shorting it. And I said that on the show, it's recorded. It's true, but it, it was, it, it was scary. It could go anywhere. They're talking about 1500 on the, on the subreddit. Mm -hmm. I, I just stayed away. But it, and, and by the way, my belief that it would go down, it was based on this. One, that's just what the company's worth right now based on its profits and shrinking size. And two, I have this intrinsic belief that the bad guys will win. The big, bad market will. movers who've been doing this for 100 years will be better than the subredditors who did this as a meme. Yeah, not not even necessarily better because if you just go by who would who would win who would have won this tremendously if there wouldn't have been a huge amount of you know immediate disruption on behalf of a lot of those financial institutions like no oh, no you can't buy this you can only sell it. I wonder like how much those disruptions like altered the eventual trajectory of this right because I, I mean a ton. Because so many people were talking about it. Everybody wanted to be buying it, and they shut it down from a lot of the most user-friendly. I think it backfired. I think it backfired. I think it caused mm -hmm. uh, a lot more publicity and a lot more buying than there ever would have been yep. had they not tried to stifle it. Both of those might seem be right. like smart ideas. I don't know. I, but I, I definitely I could, I could understand both arguments, and they seem... Beats me. Uh, Elizabeth Warren is uh, asking the Robin Hood people why they halted buying of the stock people mm -hmm. say trading they have that wrong they didn't halt both sides that selling yeah, was okay buying wasn't and elizabeth <laughs> yeah. warren is, yeah <laughs> what helps the hedge funds yeah totally cool guys right so um uh elizabeth warren's gonna talk to the robin hood people and find out why they did what they did i, I hope that it goes somewhere i hope that if he doesn't have a good answer you know an answer that's true and good that would be good you know who that, had like surprisingly like a really like funny and good take and clip from all this is the guy from barstool sports he got oh. a ton of publicity where he was he like went way harder than a lot of people who were like trying to couch and he's like and this ceo and this guy and this hedge fund manager jail this guy jail this person jail and they're doing it right in front of your fucking faces people and they can and they want you to know that they can and he was like getting amped up about it i see it's that like, guy on fox I see that guy on Fox all the time. And every time really? I see him on there talking about this stuff, I'm just thinking like, man, I'd like to see eating some pizza right now. He, he does. That is go his core pizza. competency. Yeah. You're uh, your best when you're eating pizza. Get, get back at it, bro. I do not get, understand what, Oh, he's the guy that review. does the pizza. Re yeah. He's the pizza review guy. together. You're right. One bite. Everybody knows the rules. And then he always just eats the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <it's> a joke. <laughs> yeah. Cause it is a joke. It's not everybody it's gets it. It's, he talked uh, uh, so much shit about our pizza when he was here because he did it while he was losing the Stanley Cup to the Blues. So he's like, this fucking cracker pizza. <laughs> fuck this. 
Come down to this St. Louis pizza place, say fuck it, and then go to the place right next door that sells homemade ice cream between homemade cookies. Fuck this pizza. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> but he seems uh, like a funny guy. Yeah. I don't really follow Barstool too much because they don't, or I guess they do. They have one podcast, Spitting Checklets, about hockey. But other than that, not really much attention on hockey. Speaking but, of which, there was big news. Like I was predicting, Woody, by the way, Flyers mm-hmm. on a wonderful win streak right now. Looking very solid. Also, the Rangers, like there was some news a few days ago where this guy, Tony D'Angelo, this defenseman, who apparently a real unpleasant fucker in the locker room, like just not pleasant to be around. And like he got waived, which means they're like, we don't even want you can leave. Any team can have you for free. Like you can he can have him for free. He's a defenseman. He had 47 or I'm sorry. He had 53 points in 68 games last year. That wow. is ridiculous. 15 goals, it's good 38 for a defense. It's good. It's yeah. great for a defenseman. Tremendous for a defenseman. And so and he's only 25. And so as that <laughs> happened, I don't I don't like follow any of the Rangers shit and I didn't know and so like I sent out and I was like, "What the can someone explain this to me?" A guy who just hit 53 points in like 63 games played whatever and everybody's apparently Rangers fans are like, "This guy is so bad in the locker room." that he makes his whole team hate him. And so, like, what he did after a loss is apparently he yelled at his own goalie behind the net trying to do something, and there's a miscommunication between him and Georgiev, the goalie, and as they were, like, skating off the ice and getting back into the locker room, he started, like, screaming, apparently, at the goalie, which is something you don't do at a loss. Like, what the fuck is wrong? Like, yelling. And apparently it got so heated that Chris The goalie is the one that let every goal in, just saying. That's true, but he's a defenseman. I bet he struggled that game as well, yeah, probably, no, or maybe his not. I don't know not his, to do that. That's pretty good. So I don't know if he struggled that game or not. But apparently, uh, one of the veteran Rangers punched him in the face in the locker room to like get him away. And it was just that night that the Rangers are like, "Yeah, you can leave. Like you're you're that much of an unpleasant person." And I thought that someone would pick him up off waivers because he just got fifty three fucking points. And like, no, apparently this guy is known as such poison. And such like a rabble rouser causer of problems that no one touched him. I thought the second half of this story was going to be that he's a flyer now. No, 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 he's not in anyone now. I guarantee someone will take a chance. Literally a guy with above average NHL talent can't get a job in the NHL. It it, for now. Yeah. Apparently he's like a really unpleasant guy. Like uh, COVID's not real kind of dude. And so I don't care if he thinks the world is flat. (laughs) <laughs> if he can score 53 points in 60, I'll listen to him talk about the flat earth. I'll, <laughs> hours a night. Hey, Tony. Yeah, just uh, keep keep drilling me. I know. Made up, right? All, everything's fake. Like, <laughs> you just you just, you just just focus on, on the power play. You like, can't believe NASA, is, but by the way, two assists, not bad. Earth space is <laughs> fake, too, and birds as well. <laughs> space is, as a matter of fact, everything is fake. Other than the score on the Jumbotron. <laughs> Don't concern I, yourself with anything else, Tony. I can't, rem- I can't remember who it was, but I was reading about this guy the other day that's like in the public eye. And he's like one of those people who's like, like, oh, that's a crazy person. I didn't know. But he was saying that, uh, oh, no, no, maybe it was maybe it was somebody involved with the Capitol thing. But uh, he believes that space is not real and that the sky we see is some sort of holographic projection or something to hide God from us. Oh, who does he I'm think just doing reading someone like like like, like if if that hologram wasn't there god would just be up there fucking chilling so so like you know what he's saying we defeated god 
No, he's <laughs> saying that he's saying that God has put a holog hologram between us and him. Oh, God did it. I thought you were saying that like some powers that be created a hologram to prevent God from. So God relies on holograms. But not you don't magic, know who the like person was. That's I, I, I think that it was one of the capital um, like invaders. What is this? Uh, what is this theory called? Fake sky theory? Like, sure, what? that works. Um, the birds aren't real. Website. The birds aren't real thing is pretty interesting. I think that's a meme. I think that's like kind of a flat Earth star. I think flat like, Earth you know, is a meme. Yeah, I don't. I don't think sure. there's anyone who. Yeah. I don't. I think that the people who like started the flat Earth thing were memeing. Mm -hmm. um, the same. The same as like the people who who started saying that this was white power or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then, like, what happened was it backfired because crazy people were like, yeah, white power. And they were doing it. And then the memers were like, wait, what? No, not this isn't for you. This is for this is for <laughs> autists like me. This isn't for actual white supremacists. And they're like, no, bro, white power all the way. And they're like, fuck, fuck. And I, I think the same thing happened with, like, there were flatter. some kids on the Internet being like, yeah, yeah, let's, you know, that old adage that like, oh, yeah, like, like dummies think the world is still flat. Ha ha. Let's mm -hmm. go with that. Let's push it. Let, let's push it to the, the nth degree. Let's say it's legit and that, that all this and that the round worlders are the people who really had their head in the sand. And then it backfired because there's enough crazy out there to buy into just about anything, you know, like gang stalking mm -hmm. or rigged elections. I do think some of those democracy, some of those gang stalking people just have like a paranoia disorder or a personality. Thing. A lot of them genuinely are like these red cars, these, all oh, the mailmen. He always knows my address no matter where I move. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's got a list. Yeah, it's like, actually, that's more of a convenience. It might have been the <laughs> QAnon shaman you're thinking of, Kyle. I'm not sure. I tried to Google sure. and confirm it, but I I don't know. Dude, that guy's I, pissed off. Have you heard? Have you followed him lately? No, I don't mm -hmm. follow QAnon shamans. I do. Where do you even follow him? What's he doing? <laughs> On uh, Facebook. So uh, he's in prison right now, and... Uh, <laughs> He is upset with Trump because he felt like Trump would pardon him if things didn't go his way. And, you know, he was locked oh. up on like January. He's the guy who dresses in the buffalo bikini guy. The horns. Yeah, shirtless. with the horns yeah. and shirtless. And yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, by like the next day, they had him in prison. And of course. Trump obviously knew about him. Everybody knew about him. He's probably the most like visible of anyone in the whole thing, right? He was there chanting and dressing silly and stuff. Cool. He's dressed as a buffalo. Yes. So in a bikini kind of. Yeah. He wanted <laughs> so, to be noticed. So anyway, um, he felt like Trump would pardon him and make sure that he was okay. Trump would take care of his own, but that's not what happened. Trump had two weeks to do something. He pardoned hundreds of people, but QAnon Shaman didn't make the list. Now, the QAnon shaman wants to testify against Trump at his impeachment trial. He keeps volunteering his services to, uh, to, to let him know how Trump worked him up and wanted him to go in there. And I look, I don't think that's even the happen. left won't take a QAnon shaman seriously, even if he is saying exactly what they want to hear. The whole Trump thing has been about entertainment, Kyle. <laughs> I want it to happen. Thank you. <laughs> I want it it to has happen. and it will be again. All right? <laughs> it will be again. He's like, <laughs> we're not I, through I, this. Trump first, had four years. He didn't legalize pot. The, I, the Democrats I, are over here saying 2021. What does that have to do with entertainment? 
We're talking about entertainment here. You said here. you wanted him back. It'll make I'm movies. Saying, I do want him back. You shouldn't because he put you in jail for pot. That was federal prison. And and look how entertaining it was. <laughs> touché, touché. You can't be nitpicking just because something <laughs> makes you the, a little negatively. All right? I'm here for pure entertainment. I don't put little petty do personal squabbles <laughs> inside of my. Uh, oh, I, oh, did you have to go to prison a little bit? Ooh, maybe <laughs> so you shouldn't have ordered illegal drugs over the fucking mail. I hope you guys appreciate Kyle and his sacrifice that he makes for the show. Every fucking day. <laughs> Get out of here. Look, I'm here for the entertainment value, and mm. no human being alive has been more entertaining over the last four years. You you go on Broadway. Show me somebody's more entertaining than fucking Donald J. Trump. All right. That would be a great transition for him. Straight to Broadway. Straight oh to Broadway. God, I would love to see that. <laughs> <laughs> to see him out you of know, breath trying to sing. Just turns out that his big fat body has like the reverberation of an angel. <laughs> He's, <laughs> Pavarotti. <laughs> He's Pavarotti incarnate. <laughs> Pavarotti. I've I seen mean, him I dance. That fuck do it. I've seen I him dance too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's, seen him dance. I mean, it's, it's, it's old white guy dancing, guy. but look, not every old white guy has the balls to do old white guy dancing. I respect anyone who dances. I don't dance. <laughs> I like how well I dance when no one's looking, but I don't dance. Yeah, I like that Trump's like his his little jig was like it's a dance of someone who's like. I don't know if my knee can take this. <laughs> like, <laughs> just a, just sl the slightest shuffling. I took it to be conservative enough that he wasn't embarrassing himself, right? He wasn't going wild. He was just keeping it tight, keeping it tight, yeah. kind of funny. Yeah, in here. Yeah. In and here. it was funny. Yeah, in, <laughs> Two in and here. ten. Like Two and ten. <laughs> 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 it is funny. <laughs> Kyle, I honestly don't know who's going to win, Jake Paul or Ben Askren. People are saying that Ben Askren is going to win. Uh, a quick MMA background. Ben Askren is one of the more successful MMA competitors over the last, like, 10 years. He recently sure. retired. He, There are other wrestlers, wrestling specialists, that developed some level of boxing. You know? Mm -hmm. it, ben Askren is, is known as being, like, really not a boxer. Really, really not a boxer. And there's all these montages going on of him looking more awkward than me, right? And this guy was a champion in three different organizations that he's just stumbling around doing spinning back fists that miss by like seven feet, nine feet. It's hard to estimate. And uh, now, but, but okay, that's the downside. The upside, this guy was an NCAA champion. This guy competed in the Olympics, for real. He was a champion at one. He was a champion at Bellator. And he was a champion somewhere else that I don't have off the top of my head. And he beat Robbie Lawler. And he beat Robbie Lawler. Uh, he didn't beat him with striking, though. But he did. He beat a lot of tough guys throughout his career. He is a competitor. He, when the bright lights shine on this thing, Ben Askren's pulse will barely rise. And Look. My money has to be on Ben Askren. I'll take it. I, I'll take it. Five dollars. Sure, five bucks. And, okay. and and I get. Oh, see, here's the thing though about mm. boxing judging. Oh. Like, like I don't like betting on boxing because of judging. It is five dollars though. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess it will. But let's add an addendum that we'll be honest. If we're both just like, come on, Ben won that. Mm -hmm. Like, sure. because because like. Man, boxing judging is 
it's more fraudulent than anything organized that I know of. It's more it's it's more bullshit than politics. It's more bullshit than <laughs> law enforcement. It's more bullshit than the stock market. Like it's straight up like criminal organization type shit. Like pay to play, pay to win in the public arena right in front of your face on a on a on a on a like official televised sporting event and it's fake. I have an example that supports what you're saying. Conor McGregor fraud fought Floyd Mayweather, right? The first round, I don't think Floyd threw one punch. Connor landed a few. Connor won the round. Floyd won it on every judge's card. Every judge's card. Like, I, I need to check in. I need to fact check. I'm pretty sure he didn't throw one punch. He just went out there and used his brilliant defense, but that doesn't win rounds. You, you can't. No. You can't get hit and literally hit never and call it a win. It, it like uh, when you see something like that, you're just like, how do the how are you still a sport? Wait, you're almost not. That's right. I I nearly forgot that you've been on decline since you lost your last champion in like ninety fucking three or whenever <laughs> Mike Tyson was like in his prime. Like they have been there's a reason you remember the champions in boxing and their names come up all the time. It's because those are the only times when like the sport as a whole was any good. It was when one guy was really good at it. And the whole point is that he takes the judges out of it. When you've got a, someone like Muhammad Ali or Mike Tyson, who just goes out there and just like wins so decisively and so clearly, and the judges can't fuck it. Like, like there's no amount of corruption that can even push that over the edge. That's when boxing is good. That's why they remember those those sugar ray blah blah blahs and it's because they were so good that they could actually beat the judges and their opponent it's not a real sport it's nonsense it's half a fight it's not a sport mm, half a fight i've never heard that before but i see what you're saying it, it's they, half a fight at best they remove it's half a fight it's at a best. third right because there's hands there's it's feet, an and there's eight grappling fists <laughs> elbows knees and feet it's and it's, grappling. it's a Sure. I, 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 we could keep going. It's probably a 16th of a fight at best, and it's a <laughs> fake one at that. Um, look, and it has nothing to do with entertainment value or what sports I like. Hockey is clearly a fucking sport. Rugby, clearly a fucking sport. I have no interest in the in these things. Eh, hockey a little bit. Avalanche playing next week against your uh, your boys. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I think they play like a uh, game Saturday and then Sunday. Yeah, because of COVID. They're yeah, like a doubleheader. Yep. Very cool. Are we at you? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, so that'll be fun. Good shit. Yeah, I'll I'll, uh, I'll find a way to watch. But but yeah, boxing. Um, look, I love the Rocky movies. Like growing up, I was such a huge Rocky fan. Like like the first one won three Oscars or something like that. It's a legitimately great film. And uh, and you know the, the sequels were whatever. They they did the same thing they did with the Rambo sequels. They just kept pumping it up or whatever. But I loved them. I loved the character. I loved the idea of boxing. And then like. Whenever YouTube became a, th a thing, I, I like surrounded myself with like Muhammad Ali clips, not just him fighting. I've seen every one of his fights, but I've seen all of his press conferences and, and every time he was on a microphone talking shit and, and followed that story like, like, like adamantly. I'm really interested in boxing and boxers. Uh, Bernard Hopkins is this crazy cool story that Jim Rome used to talk about all the time. What a bad motherfucker Bernard Hopkins was. But that's not a sport, and the judging 
is a huge component of why it's just a fraud of I don't even know what to call it because it's not boxing a sport. always mm. been like this. I don't think boxing is as bad right now as Kyle says it is. And the reason I say that is I like Tyson Fury. If you know Tyson Fury, he's this gigantic gypsy, literally a gypsy. And uh, he's the current heavyweight world champion. And he gives a good interview. He struggles with depression. So he like became champion and then just sank into a hole of unhappiness. He's fat, but he got super fat. And then he worked it all off and came back and won his fight. And uh, he's he's a he's an interesting champ, which is what boxing needs. Yeah, no and I haven't followed him well enough to like make a good argument, but I bet that he has fought three good opponents in his entire career. Well, I'm going to look at the list, but I don't know who's good. See, that's right? the thing. Like, 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 I'm talking out of my ass when I say this, but it's just the stereotype that is that is proven factually. If you do. If, if I did my research, I'd be proven right. I'm 100% sure of it. <laughs> that like in boxing, they just don't fight good competition. A lot of these guys don't even have Wikipedia pages. That Who's that gentleman who was, um, he's an older white guy and he does a lot of like uh, podcasting and YouTubing about boxing and MMA. Oh. Um, he's been on Rogan. He's a, he's a gritty older guy. I saw him um, doing a podcast. Uh, with a lot of MMA guys, he's kind of gotten much more into that. Um, I heard him talking about that, and he was talking about the difference between MMA and uh, and boxing, and, and how like the reason the UFC is doing so well. He, he's like they put on good fights every night. It's a dog fight. There are no easy wins. There's no such thing as an easy win. So if you lose one, they get it. Of course he lost. He was fighting a former champion. He was fighting a guy who did this and that. A guy who had fought other former champions. There's there, there's a level of competition there and a level of courage there that doesn't exist in boxing. Boxing champions don't want to fight boxing champions. They want to fight up-and-comers. Teddy Atlas. They want to fight peons. Teddy Atlas. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, that does I, make I sense. I agree with everything like every, you're saying. It is funny. Every single boxing record I've ever seen in my life is like 42 and one or better. I've never seen a boxer who was <laughs> no, I like lost one, huh? 11 and 22. I've never seen that record. For right. Boxing. Whereas there are respected fighters. People look forward to seeing with like 12, 16 losses on there. Yeah. If, if you're yeah. 26 and 12, you're a bad motherfucker. That's like, that's probably what, that's probably pretty close to, to uh, Diaz's record. I was actually thinking of him. I think he might have, I'll look it up. Nate. He's, I bet he, if I, off the top of my head, I bet he's like, Fucking twenty-four and twelve or something. He is twenty and twelve. That was pretty good. Yeah. Like like it's pretty and bad motherfucker. Bad motherfucker. Not mm. a not a title contender right now, but he's in the top ten in the world at what he does. I think so. And and like if you threw him in there with like a Gaethje a Poirier, it would not be a one sided event. It would be there would be a lot of talk about like the the toughness of Diaz and 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 like you know and why if, they if he doesn't stop it sooner and <laughs> yeah <laughs> if he gets cut like the thing about Diaz like is he's got so much scar tissue on his eyes like he gets these gnarly cuts from sort of like basic boxing strikes like like it doesn't have to be this like nasty like 
tearing blow that would traditionally create a cut. Some it's elbow. just no, just yeah. It doesn't really have to be that. It it can just be like a couple of you know maybe eight eight good jabs can can tear his eye open. But he's so tough, he will bleed from his forehead and not see out of one eye, and be upset with anyone who suggests that this is something noteworthy or you know like. Why are you even worried about that? It's just a forehead gash. Yeah. I, I'm in a fight. It doesn't matter. We'll take care of that after the fight. He doesn't care. Yeah. He he, he has no problem seeing through blood in his eyes. If I have blood in my eyes, the Time last out. thing I've... Time <laughs> Y'all see there's a little blood in my eye, right? <laughs> there's blood in my eye. Like, I can't imagine that. Like, 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 there's nothing I do to a level where blood in my eye doesn't call a complete halt to what I'm doing. Like like there's especially someone else's blood. Can you imagine that? You got to get a good oh. one, you get their blood in your mouth and you're just ah, 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 ah. It's like that scene from Fight Club. This is disgusting. <laughs> this is I'm done I'm done with your disgusting sport. It's like you're... I've seen that so many times. I wish I could remember the fight in particular, but like one the guy that was real cut up got on top and he is You're gushing onto the other guy. And it's not all going on his face. But enough of it is. That's when Tyler Durden gets the shit kicked out of him by the guy who comes from. And then his he just money goes, ah, ah. <laughs> oh, oh, what, what's he saying? Oh, Lou, oh, Lou, <laughs> let us stay, Lou, let us let stay. stay. Promise we'll be good, Lou. And he's just bleeding. One of my Lou. favorite moments in MMA history is when BJ Penn beat his opponent. I forget who he beat, and then lick the blood off the gloves. Oh, gross. Oh, yeah, that was not. <laughs> That's disgusting. From. But the things we now, too, though, right? The things we now know about BJ Penn, dude, it makes a lot more sense. Ever since mean? the blood licking incident, he went crazy. Yeah, he is like getting arrested all the time now. Bar fights, bar fights, and, and like he's losing um, bar fights. Does he have like CTE? Yeah, for sure. You hear about like like professional football players and people with CTE getting like erratic and violent. So very good. BJ Penn was like a world beater, two generations of MMA ago. And, uh, and, and he fought last year to give you an idea. That's true. Uh, Oh, maybe in a bar. Yeah. He fought yesterday in a bar, but he fought, (laughs) he fought on like pay-per-view maybe. I don't know. I'm bad. Maybe two years ago. I just remember like, it was one of those incidents where they asked Dana at the press conference, like, you think maybe it's time for BJ to hang up the gloves? Like, yeah, yeah, I do. Um, we're gonna have to have a a, a talk, you know. I, 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 wow. So, so Kyle's right. He fought in 2019, and uh, usually in the UFC, like if you he lose two one fights, in and, if you lose two fights and you're not a big name, you might get cut, right? If you lose three fights, there's a very good chance you're getting cut. He's lost his last seven fights, and eight fights ago he had a draw. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> but he beat Matt Hughes November twentieth, two thousand ten. Matt Hughes was his last win. In, oh my uh, god! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that that that's a perfect, like like that punctuates the whole thing perfectly. It's Matt he's Hughes two generations. Also, uh, yeah, a super good guy. Two generations ago, in two thousand ten, Matt Hughes was like on his way out. I was a big BJ Penn fan when he was fighting GSP during Grease Gate, and I was siding with him so much. I you was go just five like, wins ago, you get to the Bush administration. It was just <laughs> like, come the fuck on, GSP. You're bigger, you're stronger, you're more well rounded, and you are greasier than Saturday Night Fried Chicken, dude. You are so greasy right now in there. Like, like, 
like I'm watching BJ's like um like um you know he's he's got his ankles crossed over his guard. I'm watching BJ's guard slip off this guy's shoulders, and it's like you can watch a montage of how tight that guard is and how he locks it in on everybody and they're not going any fucking where. And GSP is like, uh, no, I will stand up. And he just fucking stands <laughs> up at it and it just like an slips eel. off of him. That uh, fucking yeah, French Canadian so cheating fuck. If you don't follow MMA, <laughs> B, uh, BJ Penn was one of the better grapplers in MMA history. So he had an advantage in that part of the fight over GSP. So GSP's counter to that was to coat himself with Vaseline. <laughs> so it would be more of a striking battle. That's smart. It That's worked. what Tom Hardy does in that movie Bronson. Where he <laughs> butter me up! Butter me up! <laughs> he's just, he's totally naked, and butter on Dude, he's so yoked in that movie. He's, yeah. fucking, he's scary as broccoli. fuck. He takes that fucking, like, guy prisoner and and st he starts stripping naked and i'm watching it the first time and i'm just like is he about to just fuck this guy before the guards can get there how hardcore is charlie oh, and then the guy starts like shaking for now he goes quicker quicker and he's just screaming at him as the guy's like shaking putting, <laughs> putting water in his ass crack and stuff <laughs> i can't imagine i can't imagine anything more intimidating than being a prison guard <laughs> minimum wage this was not your career choice. You really wanted to be yeah. a cop, but you couldn't pass the physical or the mental. Like, like maybe you cracked somebody in the skull one night, and now this is all you can do. And they're sending you down to Block 9 to deal with Charlie Bronson, the most dangerous prisoner in the UK. And he's taking a man hostage, and you can hear him in there screaming, Butter me up! Butter me up. I've got a librarian up here and he's in a lot of trouble. <laughs> the cops should have gone. Did they go like six on one against him? They went six on one, but he's all buttered up. They've got he's batons and shields and, and full a, riot gear, but he's, he's all buttered up saddle. so they can't get him. He's just fucking throwing and he's bigger and stronger than all of them yeah. and tougher too. So he can take a baton. He's basically he's just, at the hot gates, and so they can only come in like one person at a time. And so his greasy he's ass a, is just fighting. He's a buttered Spartan. <laughs> he's a buttered Spartan, and he looks like one. And he looks funny, like, so you follow, intimidating. You follow that guy's prison career. It's like he was great at fighting, but like he, he did not go in for like murder or something that would have locked mm -hmm. him away forever. Petty just, theft. He got in so many fights and hurt so many people in prison. They're like, we can't. He stole some no, jewelry for the woman he loved. That was the that was the thing that sent him away, and then he kept getting in fight after fight until he's doing life. Like, yep. it's uh, it's a cool Maybe movie. Killed a guard or something. I don't it's remember. called Bronson. Yeah, Bronson. Hmm. It's yeah, Tom it's, Hardy it's true. A, true story. He's got a badass mustache, shaved head, and he's a great. He's one of my favorite actors. I like him a lot. He's really fucking good. So yeah, if you haven't seen Bronson, Woody, give that a go. It's very nice. It. It's a good fucking movie, man. It looks like. Amazon Prime, maybe? Is Amazon Prime premium subscription means I need to pay even more, doesn't it? I don't think so. Uh, I, I don't know. Does it say Prime? Oh, it's telling hey, me, me to subscribe to watch. Uh, that's weird. Well, that's weird. Yeah, I think it's there's on, more than uh, one level of like Prime, the streaming service. You can buy it on YouTube movies, but you would still have to buy it, right? YouTube Red doesn't give you access to that or anything. Wait, let me see if it's on. My... Yeah, it's making me try to rent it. It's, it's, uh, let's say it's three bucks. Four bucks. It's worth three bucks. It's a good movie. It's I don't know about Bronson. four bucks. Just Bronson. Bronson. Quicker, quicker, quicker. He's just like spitting all over that guy. He's screaming. Fucking buttering him up real good.
<laughs> that scene. This is a longer scene than I remember. <laughs> it goes on and on. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> I'm trying to. I watched a movie recently. It was on the in the Netflix universe, and it was kind of interesting. I can't remember the name of it. Shit, oh, like, I'll tell you what I watched. Yeah, um, HBO one. just got access to the Little Things, What's which that? is it's Denzel Washington, Jared Leto, and this other guy that won an Oscar a couple years ago. Who's this really strong actor, but he's got an odd name, and I can't keep it down. I like the first uh, two, so that's good. Yeah, Denzel is like. Uh, Denzel and uh, the guy whose name I can't bring up um, are like detectives. Well, sort of. They're cops. Uh, the other one's a detective. Denzel is kind of retired from being a detective because of some mm -hmm. shit in his past. And now he's a sheriff's deputy, but he's taking time off to join this case, hunting a serial killer mm -hmm. who they believe is Jared Leto, who is putting on one of his creepiest performances ever. Uh, I was looking forward to it because I knew it was coming out in theaters like next month. <clears throat> but HBO Max just like did whatever they do and they've got it. Um, I think through the month and uh, I watched it the other night. I don't know how to feel about it. It was, it was really good for like the majority of it. And then at the end, it really takes this weird turn that I was not expecting. And I'm not sure how I feel about it, but did you think it was stupid? No, like, uh, I didn't think it was stupid. I, I didn't think it was unrealistic. I just did not see it coming. And um, and you know, I hate cops anyway. So like I have a hard time like letting little things go that cops do, uh, in movies. Um, so, so I'm just, I'm, I'm almost siding with Jared Leto, who is like a creepy <laughs> fucking serial killer at times. <laughs> like, I feel like the criminal should be able to like flaunt his like constitutional rights, you know, like, like I feel like that's part of the game. And if the cops yeah. sort of like cheat at all, I'm like, well, you cheated. It, is, it's, it doesn't count. And, uh, and that, that's kind of how I felt uh, at times in the movie. I figured out my movie. Have you guys seen Freaks? Is that the spider movie? No. So no, is, that, like is that the one about the retarded sideshow? Definitely not. Um, okay. So it takes, there's like a, an alternative universe. This happens on Earth. And uh, there are these people called freaks. So the politically uh, correct term for it in this universe is abnormals. And I guess a generation or two ago... Humans became mutants, almost. Um, what I'm looking for X Files, but not X Files, X Men like, and mm -hmm. uh, and they get some powers. Well, every generation, the children have superior powers to their parents. So the rest of Earth is like, oh my god, like we have to deal with this problem. You know, we, I guess we have to euthanize anyone we discover is an abnormal while they're still a kid and getting a grip on their powers. And you open up. You don't know. I'm not spoiling too badly, but you uh, you open up and there's a girl being kept in this house and all the windows are covered and you can't see in and and her father is super duper protective. But you don't fully know why you don't know if her dad's crazy. There's bad men out there that want to kill her and you don't know if this threat is legitimate or if dad is insane. You don't know mm -hmm. if dad really loves her or if he's a crazy person, she badly wants ice cream and then you get a hint at like what her power might be. And to watch this thing unfold in the direction they go, I'm digging it. it like the downside is it's uh, sort of an independent movie 
And it's like, I wish it was backed by whoever the hell's backing Marvel. Because this is a universe where I want to see the next one. Like, the, yeah. all right, you hooked me in. You should check out Freaks. I think you'll like it. I liked it. And, I'm looking uh, at it, yeah. It was, it Do you was, mean the powers look a little made sometimes uh, because of the budget? Where it's like, whoa, the, the ice demon princess. And it's like, Actually, uh, the budget, could, as I think back, a lot of stuff wasn't that expensive. Like, they did a really good job of creating what felt to me like a super creepy house. Mm. And it's like, well, in hindsight, all they needed was kind of a shitty house and cover all the windows so that you can't see mm. in or out. And Like, that actually probably wasn't too expensive. But um, there are scenes where powers are flexed and they look great. My, my issue with the budget was that I don't feel like a sequel is guaranteed. In the same way I would if it was backed by uh, the right places. What do you know? So about? it had an incredibly small budget. It was made with uh, local support and a lot of favors because they made the movie for $2,000. No. That's uh, a lot of favors. Be. Dude, there's good made, CGI. It made about $300,000 at the box office. That is a tremendous profit margin. It's pretty good profit margin. <laughs> um, they spent seven years raising oh, results freak science fiction. Uh, they said to write a script that could be made even if, even if it was at Adam's house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, almost every uh, yeah, the, it was two grand. You will recognize at least one of these actors because I did Bruce Dern. Yeah, um, I guess his name is Mister Snowcone. Okay, anyway. Uh, freaks, I, with that $2,000 budget in mind, it will blow your mind. I don't know how they did some of this stuff. Uh, I'm, I'm guarding my words so I don't spoil it too much. I might Fair just enough. stop there. Mm -hmm. But uh, it looked really good. And uh, I'm. it was a movie where at first you're like, what the hell is the threat? What is happening? Uh, she mentions a location and he's like, how'd you learn about that? But I don't they developed the context for it later. And uh, yeah, anyway, Freaks had me sucked in. I liked it. Oh, and it's in English, which is nice. That yeah. is nice. Not like, oh, I can't wait for this sick, awesome movie with that awesome description on Netflix. And then it starts and it's like, me not told no pole, no. Fuck, fuck, man. I should have guessed when Sunu Kim and Kim 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 and James Kim were all involved. <laughs> I, mean, I, I noticed that with Korean movies, especially, especially in the horror section is because I'm always looking through the horror section for for interesting movies. And for some reason, the Korean seem to have a really good handle on like a, a on spooky horror, film. Yeah. yeah, it's just I I often am not paying 100 percent attention. And so I don't want to look down at my phone for five minutes and then look up and be like, oh, I don't I don't even know who these characters are at this point. Like uh, I watched a Mexican movie and I read all the subtitles. Again, I have to Google the name. Three Amigos. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's streaming on Netflix. Help me out, Google. I know this is hard. Uh, when I was a little kid, I thought Three Amigos was so fucking funny. That Chevy Chase movie. Shit. When did that come out? Ooh, Orbiter Jeez. 9. Have you guys seen Orbiter 9? Mm -mm, I haven't heard of it. So I was looking at sci-fi and the lead character is so pretty. She's so good looking. I'm like, 
I, I don't know, it caught my... T it sucked me in. Like, she... It, she is better looking than Hollywood people are, at least in my opinion. So, uh, so I'm like, all right, let's see what this is about. And um, then you realize it, it's this like woman who's traveling to a distant, distant colony, and her parents have left her because her uh, spaceship is low on oxygen. And then this engineer comes to meet her, and uh, they get smitten with each other. She's like, look, I've been alone for like whatever, 21 years now. And I'm going to be alone for the next 19 years. And she fucks him. And, uh, uh, it's all in Spanish. And I'm like, well, <laughs> I guess you hooked me. All right. <laughs> I'll watch the rest of this goddamn film. Or I'll, I'll read the rest of this book. I Is guess. that her? Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, in the film, she looks great. She's dressed in, it's almost like it hides her figure. It, it, it's like the equivalent of a sports brawl on her like Star Trek like outfit she wears. Well, she's got the figure of a twelve year old boy, so not much to hide. You know, uh, I bet she would play an elf well, dude. Like, so there, there's several workout scenes on, on the ship, right? She's she just alone, hanging from her legs, doing sit ups and doing her push ups and shit, and she's really pretty and she's super hot. And like you said, twelve year old boy physique, I'm into it too. <laughs> uh, what's her name? Clara Lago. Oh, and by the way, she doesn't have a dude. All right, little uh, little um, admission here. She's so hot. I'm like, all right, Laura Lago nude. I looked her up while I was watching the film. <laughs> side by side tabs, top link Pornhub, and uh, all right, that it, I don't even know who that is. That other picture you linked is oh, that her? her? She must actually be twelve. Do I have to counterlink you on Pornhub? I'm going. To. Yeah, yeah. Send me the Pornhub link. I want to see <laughs> like because because all I can see is like the most flat chested, flat stomached, flat assed Spanish woman I've ever seen in my life. But look at how angular her features are. That's what makes me think an elf. Am I play an elf well. Sure, a prepubescent elf. Sure. Uh, what's happening here? Yeah, I, I celebpornarchive.com. <laughs> I skipped ahead to like uh, 45 seconds or so. Oh, she's got much bigger boobs than I thought. See? See? <laughs> I anticipate, I saw the whole sports brawl effect that they had done to her. I, I saw what was up. No, she's super pretty. And uh, a lot of man ass in this clip. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Very attractive. Very attractive lady. She Still takes very the top about two minutes in. You can see her boobs pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's so funny what this show is. <laughs> <laughs> you can see it's pretty good. <laughs> she okay. is She is nowhere near as hot as the torpedo tittied woman that I was talking about from uh, Spartacus. Though. Spartacus, no. Oh. Certainly not. I had a lot of people to uh, be, be like, Kyle, so I I Google searched the torpedo tit Spartacus woman. <laughs> you were right. It's you like she's right. in zero G or something. What is that? Uh, <laughs> the gods bless her. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's a whole subreddit. Gravity. <laughs> torpedo tits is a subreddit. And uh, and I bet she's probably top all. Well, let's, I'm, I'm going to find it's out. It's like a deformity. I, no. no. I, so look, I agree with you. You uh, goose. <laughs> 
Banana but, tits. That's that's uh, our banana tits. That's where you go for deformities. Oh, really? I. It is considered not really, not really. I'm a big fan I, of banana tits. This too. is all coming from a TV show I watched. There was a, it was like a real life plastic surgery TV show, and the woman came in, and I think maybe her tits were like they were torpedo titted, and he was describing how that was. I, I forget the name of it, but it's a deformity that some people want corrected. Now the thing is, you just want a touch of the deformity and that just makes excellent wonderful firm tits that defy gravity if you get too much they actually look bad ah just the right level of deformity exactly the right level of deformity gives them lift too much and they get like i mean that's like a real life mutant right the right level <laughs> of deformity oh, uh, tit power strong with this one i'm going to the reddit banana tits subreddit yeah, but but I'm a I'm a fan of banana tits too. Actually, the top ones of right now are not deformities. These are these are just wonderful. Of course, they're all wonderful. I was joking about the deformities. <laughs> of course, uh, they're all wonderful. Yeah, but no, you can't take it too far. And I wish I knew the name of it. Look at that chick. Who? The one I linked. Ah. Yep. Yeah. See that that's she just has a gift. Tubular breasts. Tubular Is that breasts. The name of another one? Oh, what an awful They're name. Tubular. No. <laughs> oh, fucking righteous boobs, bro. Tubular breasts Gnarly is the name tits. of a condition caused by breast tissue not proliferating properly during puberty. The condition is also called tuberous breasts, breasts or breast hypoplasia. While not common, they can be rare. And because also known as tater titties, <laughs> yeah. If you, mm. that one sounds like more of a deformity. Tater titties. Describe it. Yeah, yeah. Tater titties. Yeah. <laughs> maybe they're just describing the banana ones though. In so, their tubular. The ones we see are always attractive. Like they get a little taste of the tubularness, and it just gives them lift. But you get too much of it. And they're, they're suddenly not good boobs anymore. Well, fair enough. Not that I want to be overly picky on boobs. I'm body positive. <laughs> we all are. Except with our own bodies. There's no one I'm harder on than my own body. <laughs> Just uh, watching Spartacus. Looking at my shirt while I'm working out. Doing the truffle shuffle for motivation. <laughs> Uh, that's why I need that's why, do the truffle shuffle did you work out yet yeah yeah I worked out what uh, body right part right before this uh, it was push Tuesdays oh you do pull then push uh, this week I did oh okay Just messing around with it yeah and I need to figure out so like today with push because my tricep push down thing is broken I was like oh well usually like the middle part of my workout after like incline bench and overhead press is tricep push down dip and then lateral raises, and then I move on to the last third of it. But that middle part, I couldn't do the tricep push down, so I'm like, I'll just double up and I'll do ten by ten dips instead of the five by ten, the five by ten, the five by ten. And it was way harder well, you did on my ten tricep. sets of ten dips. Yeah, that is a lot of dips. It was. I usually do five sets. Of 10. They're not weighted, but they're not assisted, right? Yeah, no assist and no no weight on there. It's just just my body weight, which is a lot. Uh, and so, yeah, by the end of that, my triceps were on fire even more than when I usually do the tricep pushdowns. 
So I I, maybe, maybe I'll, you know, not too bad of a replacement workout for now, but I really got to get this figured out. I was, I was going to, what do you normally have on there? Like, like, do you use the, um, the, uh, the, um, the rope that's got like the balls on the either end mm -hmm. for tricep stuff? Yeah. Yeah, I have the the ball rope, and I have a couple of the rope with the balls on the end because you need two to do like the the face pull face thing. Pulls, yeah. Yep. But uh, that that's a weird movement on this machine. I have it's it's not as fluid as I would like. You should get. I have one of those. Yeah, I have one. I'm spending those your money, are... but I I think you should get like a nice selector plate high low lat machine or something like that that you would just love and you'd use for half your exercise yeah. or a whole functional trainer. So I was looking into that reverse pec and shit. I was looking into that today and I mean, obviously first thing I'll do is just buy a hopefully cheap replacement cord. Like I was looking on home Depot and I think I can just run there and have them cut me a, I think I need like 152 inch cord. For I think it. you even cut it yourself. Like you can just, yeah, you can. it's, you were, you were telling me Kyle, like you can fix that cord and I thought it would be fixable, but then I was messing around with, I was going to fiddle around with it today. And as I was looking more closely, there is an area where, the actual frayed. fibers in the rope are frayed and that freaks me out. So that's just going in the trash. I'm not going to mess with that anymore. Uh, you don't get so hurt. I yeah. I don't want to get hurt. I, would, I feel like such a dumbass if I just, but you, you know, spend $25 at home Depot. You've got a it. broken nose and a black eye, but you did save $6. Yeah, but I saved $6. Temporarily. Nose shattered right on the line where it broke the other two times. I was using uh, one of those tricep, extension machines like with the with the cable pull down thing mm -hmm. and the the part the the pulley is adjustable obviously it slides up and down on yeah. a, uh, oh, on yeah. a on a rod and it wasn't completely locked in and it's above my head so like as i'm pulling down like 150 pounds it slips and comes down on the top of my head oh, no. <laughs> you or it came near you what it did it actually? The pulley hit me in the top of the head. Oh my! <laughs> With did all you, of that, did you it, it's like 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 I'm I'm mid stroke. Like there's 150 <laughs> pounds on the other end, and this thing goes kachunk, and like you know it locks. It, yeah. it only goes down one like groove or whatever, and then it relocks. But it just hit me right fucking here. I don't understand the math. Me. Did that hit you with 150 pounds of pressure or 75? How does the ratio work here? I always... It hit him with however hard he was pulling down towards his yeah, head probably. at that point. I guess, I guess 75 pounds then. It really <laughs> fucking hurt. I, I have one of these things you linked, like the handles for the tricep push. Yeah. I, I like the ropes a lot more. I feel like I have more I mobility to be else. comfortable. I used to use the rope. And now I have two. They're like nylon handles with little rubber grips in them. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, so one of my grips is weak. It's weak because I have nerve damage and I can't make it as like, I feel like if Taylor's grip was weak, he'd be like, Oh, I need to work on my grip strength. But if a guy has like paralysis issues, it's like, mm -hmm. I need to work on my equipment. I need to work around this. Yeah. So, so that's where I am. And, uh, I find those other things are better. I can kind of lock into them. Makes sense. I can. Yeah. Maybe I'll give that a go this handle thing. Cause I just know from like the two times I've done tricep pushdowns with that, you know, static angled handle. By the time I get down low, it just feels weird. I don't like it as well. And I was, I was trying today initially I was like, Oh, I'll just replace uh, the tricep pushdowns with skull crushers. And I was like, I, I bet that in the past I've just done skull crushers incorrectly. And no, there is no comfortable way. Even when like I take all the weight off and it's just the bar, like it, 
it feels weird in this point in my elbow. And it always has when I've tried Skull Crusher, so I'm not fucking with that anymore. You can also take um, the same way you take the two um, the uh, the two braided ropes or whatever for your face pulls. You just turn around and face away from the machine and pull those over your head. Take a big step forward and, and let your front step uh, go down and like bended knee. And so that you're starting here and ending up straight ahead, like pulling over yourself. I'll have to give that a go. I haven't tried that on that machine yet. I know it's those a good are, workout. So yeah. that's the uh, the grip I'm talking about. Uh, and like I said, I just find that it, I mean, obviously it still takes grip strength, but there's yeah, I a have little these. more to it. Like it, you know, I take the rubber part and rotate them sideways so they're straight like the rope and mm-hmm. grabs my hand a little better. It grabs me back. How's that? Whereas the yeah, rope I doesn't can... really grab your back. Something that like I saw on a gym forum that if you like are looking for more grip using golf tape. So like the uber grippy tape they use at the top of a golf club. Mm. Like that. And if you've ever like you've obviously held a golf club before, it's like tacky almost like it. You grab it and it, like your hand sinks in a little bit and like fits in the grip. So I, I don't really have a need for that. But I it was one well, of those things I thought and I'm me. like, I should buy some. Just to have, and I'm like, and I looked it up, and I'm like, this isn't worth thirty five dollars <laughs> just, just for me to have this for no reason. Actually, get I some, really uh, like that. I, I'm gonna look at it. I, I do use chalk. I have like one of those cloth balls that you refill with chalk, and you just kind of grab it a couple times, especially oh. for full exercises. That helps a lot, and it's supposed to be like, I don't know. It seems counterintuitive, but like one of the selling points of it is like this will prevent, this will help your calluses keep your calluses from getting worse. Because you would guess like, oh, I thought it would like making my grip so much more stuck that it would be the opposite. But no, you know, a lot of what calluses are created is because of shifting mid grip. And so that's why I use it, too. I have a little mountain climber set up just hanging from the power rack. And, Mm -hmm. you know, there's a block in there and I rub my callus on it and then I rub them together and it feels good. Also, sometimes I do things in the gym to stall <laughs> you know, just stalling like yeah before this next I, I almost forgot the chalk <laughs> let's, yeah. let's add a little of that in there if i'm waiting like if it, if the exercise is a lot of big compound stuff like squats is the ultimate example i'll wait a while like four minutes or something in between a set maybe that's bad but i i like it but i'll do like ab roller in between like what no i'm just just working abs what the fuck i'm not lazy yeah, um. <laughs> I'll do that. Like if there's a workout that's giving me trouble and I'm like, like three or four sets in and I just kind of feeling pooped, I'll be like, oh, I'll just I'm not stalling. I'm just I made a deal. I'm going to shoot on net until I get one in the top left and in the top right. Who, 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 who and then every once in a while, it's like I'll actually get like, boom, boom. And it's like uh, two out of three. Beaver's meat. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't like to do worse, right? So, like, let's say I look at last time. I, I do three or four sets usually. So, let's say I did, like, 12, 12, 12 reps on it. And I do 12, and it was, like, to failure. Mm-hmm. There's not another set of 12 coming unless I get some stall in. And that, that'll motivate me to, like, take a little more time between sets so I can match the previous workout. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, I know it's not, like best practices i guess it would be I said but like, I, I do Craig like taking says, a couple oh, minutes sorry. of break in between really heavy compound stuff if it's like in between farmers carry i guess that is compound but yeah. i'm used to that like i'll just chain those and superset those as, as much as i can but like incline bench 
or something like that where I'm really pushing myself. Like, yeah, I need a few minutes after that. Like, definitely I, not 60 seconds. I forget who it was. It was someone I like highly value. Maybe Jeff Nippert or Coach Greg and um, on YouTube was saying that if it's one of those big compounds like squats, I think it was Coach Greg, you're supposed to wait four minutes or even five in between sets of squats. Whereas if it's like bicep curls, you're not. I don't know, yeah. but it, it was a guy on YouTube and he's fit. So that's true. He's Jack. Did you, have you seen all the women coming out with allegations against Marilyn Manson? One. I saw I've one. Seen. There's uh, it's like a, it's a bunch. It's like five or six. And they've all got these stories of like, torture. like, 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 like I was thinking torture, that's exactly right? what I was thinking. I was like, this article be- belongs on that subreddit when stupid prizes or like, leopards ate my face. Right. Yeah. Every one of you women fucking deserve it, frankly. <laughs> All right, you fucking deserve whatever mental oh anguish. Gosh. The one chick is like, "Oh, I woke up and he was just raping me, raping my unconscious she didn't body." Deserve that? Did she? Is that a real one, by the way? Yeah, yeah. I think wow. it, I think it's that super hot chick from um, what's the HBO show about the robots uh, where they're like, um, "Oh, West uh, West West World." It's the yeah. blonde from West World. She dated him for years, and it's just like, you all deserve whatever you got. You found a monster, a literal ghoul man. Like he looks like Bagul from that horror movie with uh, uh, Edward Norton, not Edward Norton. Um, ah, fuck, what is it? Insidious? He looks like a monster. They <laughs> went done. and found a ghoul to fucking day, and it's not like he's like a philanthropist. He's a creepy ghoul who's always saying crazy, scary shit, and they're all just like, "Oh, he's cute." He's I always bet- been spooky. I. I bet he'd be great in a relationship. No, he's going to rape you and and like mentally abuse you and torture you for years. What did you fucking expect? What if you got into a relationship with a Bengal tiger, I would <laughs> also think you deserved whatever mauling you got. It, it seems sometimes that these Bengal tires of, tigers of men are masters of manipulation too, right? Like you date a guy, the whole world sees him as a freak, as a crazy person, as someone who's going to not be a womanizer, just not be your good boyfriend. And they're like, actually, when you get to know him, he's into gardening and he's really sweet and he's not at all like you think. And then like when you get to know him, you find out we were all right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You deserve what you get. This is a leopards ate my face, win <laughs> stupid prizes scenario here. When you, when you, Bring a ghoul into your life. Don't be surprised when ghoulish things happen to you. He was, this isn't someone who ever pretended they weren't a monster. He (laughs) literally looks like a monster. He's hard to look at. And like his art, if you want to call it that, his music is terrifying to anyone. (laughs) Like like, like it's terrifying. Like, Like every music video he made, it looks, is like an acid trip horror film. It, I, it's I don't, true. I, I was watching their like I was reading the article and they're like, oh, he did this to me and that to me. And I was thinking, like, you got off light. <laughs> I thought he'd do some much more horrific shit to you. He really, really, he never made you drink his blood. He didn't, he didn't like have you raped by a horse. Like, oh, like Jesus. that can really, be fatal. He, he, he never he never like burned one of your nipples off in the middle of the night with a soldering iron. He didn't he didn't like <laughs> cut chunks of your flesh off and eat it and and sacrifice it to some sort of a a goat god. You got off light. I didn't know that he had a song from 2003 called Baboon Rape Party. There you go. I am in no way surprised. (laughs) I didn't either, but in no way am I surprised that he has a song called Baboon Rape Party. This is just like that guy from that 
heavy metal Swedish band who they found with skulls in his house and who murdered people. And his set list was, I murder people. There are skulls in my house. (laughs) 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 It's just a picture of the guy. And he's got like (laughs) contacts in and like Satan uh, wisping on the shoulder. (laughs) This guy's absolutely demonic. He's out there every night. I murder people in there. There are skulls in my house. And everybody's like, he's so deep. (laughs) He's so deep. Where did he come up with this? I don't know. Maybe he murders people and has skulls in his fucking house no, this is a biography it's Nothing. about his relationship with his father and the <laughs> problems they had buried in his closet like no i literally mean skulls in my house like, <laughs> <laughs> do not take this for a <laughs> metaphor <laughs> i appear literal I will kill him. Come on. August 31st, 1999. Their skull is in my house. <laughs> I raped the first pubic hair in my closet right there. Letter of admission. <laughs> Send me to prison. <laughs> uh, you get what you deserve. You get what you deserve. You, you date a ghoul, you get a ghoul. Yeah, I won't say they deserve it because I didn't. You shouldn't deserve it, but he, I mean, he, really, you you would you would you would you absolutely do, co-sign with the Bengal Tiger thing. You don't if somebody need to make if bad someone, decisions to deserve it. You have to do equivalent what, bad things. That's what about that woman that had the chimp, pet chimpanzee? You don't think she deserved a good mauling? Didn't she like get that chimp fucked up on drugs? Irrelevant. You should be able to assume a person's not going to be as shitty to you as a drugged up chimp. No. You shouldn't. You shouldn't. <laughs> we are Marilyn drugged Manson. up chimps. That's what we are. Okay. And he is more of a drugged up chimp than most of us. Okay. Like, look at him. Your eyes doth not deceive you. He is a <laughs> fucking ghoul. He has mismatched eyes. He has like some sort of a weird prosthetic nose on, and his face is painted white. He's got black hair. He weighs 85 pounds, and he looks like he drinks human blood for fun. I bet he does do stuff like drink human blood. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It. I like would it? bet. I would bet a hundred thousand dollars that he has at least tasted human blood for fun. I wonder if that will come out as part of an accusation. Oh, I bet they're leaving out the embarrassing stuff, and they're just they're just hitting him with the Me Too stuff. Oh, I bet you're right. Yeah, because I bet they were down for a lot of horrific. Like, there's no way you date that guy for that long if you're not mm-hmm. down for a lot of horrific shit anyway. Like, there's no way these chicks were like, yeah, maybe we'll go buy, uh, you know, TGIF Fridays and, you know, we'll we'll get some jalapeno poppers and then we'll, uh, you know, we'll go by the arcade and have some cotton candy and then we'll go back to my house for like a makeout session. No, they're like, yeah, so that baboon fucking thing. That's for real, right? You got baboons I can fuck? Yeah. Oh, wait. <laughs> oh, why are you having sex with me? I was asleep. No. Get out of here. You deserve what you get. <laughs> I mean, how has this never come out before? If anyone it has been accused of stuff oh, like this, he's been accused in the past, but it was always just like I think that like I think that before everybody got so sensitive about Me Too stuff, if you want to call it sensitivity and and not maybe just waking up to the prop the fact that there is a bit of a problem. Mm-hmm. They were just like, Yeah, it's Marilyn Manson. His name is Marilyn Manson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like like, where do you even begin with this? You know, that guy with the swastika and the 666 tattoo? Yeah, he named himself after that guy. Imagine telling your, your, your like, dad. You're, you're, you're like, a, a, a gorgeous Hollywood movie star girl, which is, like, all of his girlfriends. Like, mm-hmm. like you're literally, like, a, a, nine or, a 9 out of 10 beautiful woman with a career. 
you're like so i'm dating a new guy oh really really is it uh is it that uh that tom cruise guy he's a little nutty he's a little wacky <laughs> no it's marilyn manson the guy who named himself after charles manson who sings the the i don't even know what genre you call that like punk rock or something the horror like horror punk rock you know the guy who paints his face and is all in the terrifying music videos you know you, you like that song he made bab baboon orgy <laughs> get the fuck out of here, <laughs> baboon fuck out of here. you get what you deserve some way i don't feel bad when like 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 people who do crazy stunts and shit all the time get hurt it's like yeah yeah you were setting yourself on fire every weekend eventually you get you get hurt no matter what he does to his face like he cannot hide the fact he's an unbelievably ugly man wildly ugly wildly ugly he is one of the ugliest human beings i've ever seen he's got a bit of a pinhead thing going on oh he absolutely does yeah it's point. Yeah, it's a weird shaped head. He's real gangly. I remember that art, that not article, fucking album on the cover where he like was in a white spandex suit looking like an action figure with tits. I remember yep. seeing that being like well, something's wrong. Like <laughs> this is this is setting off my demon alarm bells. Yeah, and if you had started dating him, you would have deserved anything and everything you got. I don't think he's interested in me. I'm not. I don't think he is either. His 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 type seems to be like everyone else's type, which is like gorgeous, gorgeous, beautiful women. Yeah, that he likes to rape. Well, a little. I wonder if this will be devastating to his fans. <laughs> That's the other thing. Like, like no one Actually, will, does yeah. he have fans anymore? I haven't even. I heard think his, his fans won't mind. It's totally on brand, and I think he might get more girls. Yeah, he'll get more girls. Like, like I was. You, think you guys, someone really, out there who wants a project to fix. You guys really need to watch that uh, Netflix thing about the Night Stalker. I promise you, you'll love it. Um, and uh, the the coolest thing was that when he was on trial at the end, all of the hot fucking women who show up and are like winking at him in in the courtroom, and they sh they show his mail, and he's got like nude photos of like beautiful women who are sending him like all these nude photos of themselves. Mm -hmm. This is a man who I think I might've seen this, who molested boys and little girls raped women aged. Like Grandma's he raped too, girls right? from like age eight to like 80, like tortured people Pretty to good death. Looking guy. Yeah, he was okay looking. Um, but he had, he has rotten, completely rotted out teeth oh, and like, like Afro hair. A, a little bit and he's got like demon eyes they're like black black eyes richard yes. and apparently and in all of the reports when like they describe him they describe how horrific he smells hmm so not not quite a catch no i i i'm taking back what i said about him being good looking i think maybe i saw him dressed up for court i didn't yeah. watch it my wife watched he looks it, okay in just, court i just sort of like popped in the room and uh you know he's in a suit in court he's all cleaned up he has a hair the, the attorneys like made him more presentable oh for sure yeah yeah he's a he's Dude, a real he horrific so human evil. being there was a woman super evil praying to god i think like in the midst yep. of him raping her and he's like if you pray to the devil i'll let you live or if you pray to satan so she prayed to satan and he spared her <laughs> pretty close to what happened Jesus yeah right i think he was telling her i think he'd already like raped her son and he was gonna rape her daughter and he was raping her at the time 
And he was just like, she's like, I, she's like, I swear to God, I won't tell anybody if you let me oh, live. Yeah. He's, he's like, swear to Satan. <laughs> and she one guy, keep her word, she told us all. She told us all, <laughs> lying bitch. Yes. Um, she I, deserved she, it, right? <laughs> I mean, you get what you deserve, all right? <laughs> Honesty is important. He broke into this one couple's house, and he had, I think it was a 25 caliber pistol, and he, like, shoots them both in the head, but it, like, does some, like, magic bullet shit and, like, goes, like, in here and, like, comes out the back of the neck, and the husband's like, fuck you and like gets up and like takes <laughs> off after him and like runs him out of the house and i was thinking, like what a badass that that guy saved his like, Dude, like if i shoot somebody in the face and they go fuck you i go <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what the cop said he's like he's like you know imagine you break into a house you shoot two people in the head and the husband gets up and comes at you <laughs> I'd be scared too. <laughs> there was someone behind you. There's, there's <laughs> no, I'm a good burglar. <laughs> there was someone behind you. <laughs> I thought there was. Uh, you guys All right, we'll probably wrap it up. Yeah. Yeah. Beach. All right. PKN 337. <clears throat>